What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I am Dan Wright. How's it going, Dan? Well, kind of stuck in the house, but apart from that, I can't complain. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, like, that's been kind of the running joke that, like, Thursday's the day that, like, I end up just, like, completely, like, losing it. Run out of the bandwidth, whatever. Yeah, that didn't necessarily happen today. I didn't freak out on anyone, so I got that going for me. Cool. Um, but I, um, I've definitely not been my usual. I was, I was going to say chipper self, but that's not really in my, my <laughs> yeah, chipper. Not, not you. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I got a headache, and so I've just been kind of meh. Yeah. I'm at my my beverage of choice tonight is a grapefruit sparkling Super. water. I mean, it's, it's lovely. It's just, you know, it's not the other stuff. It gets it done, you know, it does. How about you? What do you, what do you, uh, what you drink? I'm enjoying a, um, what is this? This is a, oh, Odin brewing, um, things left unsaid IPA from my, whenever these guys reopen up, you should probably consider having them do like a promo spot or something. (laughs) We're totally, we're kind of doing it for free already. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, any uh any exciting music news uh for you up up in your area? No. No. That's no. fair. No. So nope. the the thing that's going on down here is that with the governor kind of opening things up, um certain restaurants are actually bringing live music back. So some people are back to gigging um as of this past weekend. Um How's that going? Fuck- well, I talked to a couple of guys and, um, you know, the response has been, I think there, there's, and this is something that like, I think we need to be very clear about when we're talking to our audience about this. Like they're saying that like 99% of the reaction is positive that people are like, they are coming out and they're, they're relieved okay. to a degree and they want to support and that kind of thing. Yep. Um, but there are still like people who are basically shaming them for doing it yeah and i don't think that's cool i don't necessarily like i you know i've talked to the guys that i know that are doing it and i'm like look i'm not going to come out because i i don't feel comfortable but that's that's how i feel but i don't grudge anybody from going out and earning a living doing doing this kind of work so that's how i feel about that yeah yeah i'm i'm glad that my state's policies um don't put us in an ethical question like that. It's just um, sure. just not going to happen around here. Although, you know, even once, let's say, hypothetically, the scientists sure. all said, yep, you're clear. All good. No corona left in the world. Um, yeah. We have all developed these habits and concerns and things we fixate on that I think will make coming back to normal life really tough. And Yeah, um, for sure. Um, some of that I hope leaves us with some, some good hygiene habits and <clears throat> other things are just going to have to be back to being normal people. So yeah, that's just how that is. Yeah. I mean, in, in this particular time, like somebody, somebody's got to go out and, and kind of open this thing back up. Yeah. And for, I, I think the people that have chosen to do it are, are brave for sticking their necks out and, and doing it. 
And um, I, you know, I hope it works. I hope things go well. You know, the thing that that really that kind of opens up though is is there a way economically to do this in this current kind of configuration? Yeah. Like, you know, your solo acoustic guys are probably gonna be fine because there's going to be a set like it's the the rules surrounding that kind of situation kind of lend themselves to the way things should be. Yeah. So yeah. lower crowds for sure. Uh, more distance, that kind of thing. Yeah. Band stuff, you it's know, just gonna be hard. Stuff, yeah. It's just gonna be hard. Big question mark. Yeah. Big, big question mark. Yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. So do you have yeah. anything um I mean, as you look out at your calendar, what's your next possible date you might play? So I had um Last Friday, I had gotten a, uh, a phone notification that said, uh, you have an invite to play at, um, at the church that I normally play at hmm. on May 31st. I'm like, that's interesting. So um, there was a note attached to that. And basically, it was, um, it's a moratorium as a way to kind of like help out contractors. So we are booked for a date that more than likely or definitely isn't happening. Right. But they're going to um, honor the contracts. Cool. So, that's cool. I think that's, I think that is cool and, uh, I'm definitely grateful for it. So, um, it helps offset some of the costs that I've incurred, uh, as of recent. Sure. So I am, and you know, I kind of like last time, you know, I, 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 I will be motivated to, you know, spread it around a little bit. Totally. So totally. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically where, uh, where things are. Um, the only other thing that I've got going on is I did sit down. Well, I didn't sit down cause I was standing, <laughs> but I, I did, uh, I did record my parts for the, uh, the cover project that I'm doing with uh, a couple of my buddies. Right. And sent that off to the guy who's mixing it. Yep. Uh, also shot some very embarrassing videos that, you know, in context will probably look cool, <laughs> but, uh, I definitely <laughs> didn't feel cool making them. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I was, for me, guitar is one of those things that I can just pick up and go, okay, I'm going to do this. And I don't feel anything about it. Um, I will definitely say that I had a bit of a mental block about getting in front of a microphone and singing. There's something about that, that for me feels more vulnerable or whatever, or unsure of myself. Sure. Um, and I was like, I've been kind of putting it off because I was like, oh, this is going to take, it's going to take forever to do. And I don't know how I'm going to break all this stuff up. Um, so we, I ended up just saying, hey, I'm going to go downstairs and spend some time. And I had the whole thing done in like 45 minutes. That's good. And I'll tell you, the clip you sent me sounded great. Well, that was, that was, I, I, did, <laughs> I went in and, and tuned things a little, sure, tuned it up a little bit. Um but I was pretty stoked on just the vocal arrangement that I was able to kind of pick out from the record. So um, my hope is that the audio gets done within the next couple of days and then the video editing starts and then it'll get kind of shared around to everybody. I'll tell you, it, it sounded good. It sounded, um, um, and you know, as, as isolated vocals go, which always sound weird and out of place, yeah. they hung together well. So, yeah, I mean, I was, I was proud of, what I was able to accomplish in the time that I had. Yeah. And the the song that we're doing is I believe in a thing called love by the darkness. Let's go ahead and just break that out. It's not a, it's not a, an 
I'm not going to say it's a hard song to sing. I know for some people it is like for me, it's one of those weird songs that just kind of like I open my mouth and it comes out. Um, so it wasn't like, it wasn't difficult to do because it, it's kind of like, if you, it, it's just like any other studio project. If you go in and you're rehearsed, then, you know, it's easy to pull off. Sure. I've been singing this sure. song for, for years. <laughs> I mean, there's a decade in that, in that period of time, at least. Um, so I knew, I knew what I was getting myself into and I knew how to do it. So, and I've got a very kind of efficient vocal recording process anyway. It's like three passes and then all, and then layer all the harmonies on top of it. Um, and then I, I, I could have sat there and nitpicked and comped it all, but I was like, Mm-mm, I'm going to let somebody else do that. You know, the perfectionist in me would want to sit there and just nitpick every piece sure, that sure. I, I set it on. So, and you use that very SM seven that you're talking into right now. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's coming through this time. <laughs> I think it is too. You know, we made a big old stink about talking about it. Uh, <laughs> last time and uh it wasn't even plugged in yeah so yeah no but it sounds i think it sounds good uh it looks like rich bradley from new jersey has uh joined the live stream on facebook that's right so, that's right for uh, those of you listening guys, on audio this is also live streaming yep so thanks to rich for tuning in and yeah that's kind of where uh where we are at the um no other things on the horizon um i ended up talking to that guy that new york guy Oh yeah. Um, and, and he's looking for like live stream entertainment for like corporate or like private events and like, um, like country clubs and stuff. I told him to look at, you know, I told him what we could do and I told him what it would cost. And I told, and you know, I told him what to look at and he said, he'd go back, back with me. So, I mean, that's all I can really hope for. So you'd be like up on a screen at a, an event somewhere or something. Either that, or it would be like a private, like zoom event or something or like huh. Facebook or YouTube where like members would join in and there would be a thing. Um, you know, for us, the barrier of entry is it's not exorbitant, but it's, it's money. Cause I want to pay my guys for doing sure. it. But the barrier of entry may just be too high. And I think that's kind of where we're, we're kind of at right now is trying to like, so I talked about my buddy, Ryan, the restaurant, owner guy yes. a couple of weeks back about his, the work that he's been doing with, you know, his restaurants and stuff. And now he's kind of, he's been out a lot in front of, um, you know, national news, Forbes, New York times, ABC, whatever, yeah. talking about the economics of what this, this new situation looks like. And he's like, I, I can't open my restaurants. I just can't right. because, you know, I've got this many square feet, and I've got this many tables and I know how much money I've got to pull in in order to pay this, this guy and this guy and this guy. And he's like, I mean, we're making a good amount with takeout. It's sustaining us. And so we're going to do that until, you know, the model makes sense for us. Well, and you can do that with hardly any staff. Yeah. Right. Project your, your food costs and it's actually a business model. It actually works. Yeah. I mean, we're, and we're kind of in the same boat. We're just going to have to figure out what, works yep you know for the time being yep and i've had a couple of people reach out to me and go hey what you know are you have you guys kind of discussed it was like yeah a little bit but i think that's really what it boils down to is that we've just got to figure out the economics totally uh, and it's not just us it's you know it's venue owners it's you know the whole market has to rethink itself i mean yep. until we get back to where we can have a room full of 100 people again 
the whole market has to rethink itself. We're going to have to reconsider the math of every part of it. Yep. Definitely. So, yeah. But, you know, we are the kind of people that look at a situation like that and we're like, oh, look, a challenge. <laughs> Something for me to, you know. I might dig my teeth into that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. We're the weirdos. We are. We are. If you weren't listening to this podcast, you wouldn't be one of those weirdos. That's absolutely true. You may have said that backwards, but I think you know what I meant. Yeah. I think what, yeah. It, it tracks. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping tabs. Speaking of it tracks, I have a question about your, um, the song that you recorded. Yeah. So did they send you stems that you played to, or were you playing all to the same click or what was the, what was the recording process like? So the recording process was, um, I, I, w- I guess it's, I would say it's unique. Um, the drummer, ba- basically the, the engineer and the drummer are in cahoots. They're the ones who kind of initiated the mm-hmm. whole project. Mm-hmm. Um, he just played along to the record. So I got two sets of stems. I got the original recording and then I got the stem of the drummer and the bass player who had already laid their tracks down. Okay. And so I used the, I used kind of a mix of both to, because I ended up laying all the guitars down, um, laid all those kind of on top of each other. After a couple of passes, I switched. I turned the the original recording off because it was just too much, um, and then just kind of doubled and tripled some parts. Um, and then from there, there were a couple of parts where we were trying to like figure out pieces and like how to kind of orchestrate. And I happened to have the original stems. Um, that I had saved from some other dead project from, you know, when, <laughs> whenever. <laughs> and I was able to use those um, to kind of isolate some parts and figure that out. That's basically how I did the entire vocal arrangement, figure out what the harmony parts were and cool. what the little lines were. Cause there was stuff in there that I didn't even, I'd never even heard before. For me, that song is just like, like, I don't. Pick, oh, there's, there's, there's a lot. Picking like, out details points, from it is just not a thing I do. There are some points where I think there are like five to seven vocal lines wow. stacked wow. of each other. Wow. It sounds awesome. Yeah. You know, I just wish I was better at doing them, but I guess we'll see how it comes out in the wash. I guess there are words there. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. Really? Is that what it says? love. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. There's a chance we can make it now. We'll be rocking till the sun goes down. It's like they, it's like somebody bet them to put as many syllables into a song as they could do. And then. So if, if the darkness is only that song to you, it is. you should absolutely look up permission to land their first record. Okay. It is one of the greatest like rock and roll records. It's, it's canon as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I'll check it out. I'm not, I've not been a fan uh, in particular. I've not, not been a fan. I just, you know, haven't followed them. Oh yeah. That, that record front to back is just a blast. It's fun to listen to. It's just, the songs are fun. The music is great. Noted. Yeah. Big fan. I will check that out. Well, you know, we had played our little catch up game and kind of talk about some stuff, but you had a particular subject you wanted to dig back into. So yeah. yeah aside from our catch up, we mustard dig into it. I relish mm. the opportunity to. No, I'm leaving. <laughs> you guys didn't see it. Uh, yeah. I may or may not dig into it, but Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I 
now we're live streaming. I'm killing people in real time. Um, I was on Reddit this week. I've spent a lot of time on Reddit in the last few weeks. Um, There's a lot of Reddit about. Yeah. And I was on um, our band members, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, which is a really weird subreddit because half of it is about people like us and half of it is about like, where do I get my French horn pruned or, you know, like whatever they need about their bassoon. Where do I get my French horn pruned? (laughs) Something. I don't even know. Like if they get, they get to, you have to like, (laughs) it gets all bushy and you have to, yes. <laughs> I don't, yes, but it is like that. It's like it's a bunch of guys talking about like you know song selection. Then every once in a while, uh, someone's like, "Oh man, I've got to really shed for this this recital." That's right? Yeah, up. I'm really testing for first like, chair. Like, like bro, like, you were like, "Wow, right totally on. in the wrong spot." Right onward. Good on you though, because we've all been there. But it was yeah. it's been a few years for a lot of us. Anyway, there was a post on there that made me think about us um, because. It said, help me, help us name our band. Help us name our band, it said. And um, the two options that the band members were fighting over were Buzzkill and Ambidextrous. Yeah. Both of which are terrible, terrible band names, terrible band names, terrible band names. But um, it took me back to episode, I want to say, four where so. I l- basically laid out my exegesis on the subject of uh, band branding. And um, because what you have here, what you have on this subreddit post is a great example of somebody who's got the cart before the horse ban- branding wise. And they're talking band name before they even know what the heck they are. And um, they're out to change band names because that apparently is something just interchangeable. It's just a trivial thing to just change a band. Just yeah, no big deal. Like somebody didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. One of the players was like, I don't like the name Buzzkill, which, fair, fair. I don't like it either. But um, uh, <laughs> all of our listeners in bands named Buzzkill are going to email us now. But the point is, um, you know, branding is way more than just a title of a band. It's way more than like a logo or color scheme or even a font you choose or anything like that. It's way more than, you know, something you go on Fiverr and get somebody to draw for you. It's it's the whole concept of the band. It's the whole ethos and spirit and feel of the band. It's the personality of the band. And really, 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 it's been a long time since I've harped on this, but I'm going to harp on it because it's been so long. You really want to know all that before you get as far as like picking a name. Yeah. Before you get as far as picking a logo. Before you get as far as designing a set or choosing songs. You want to know what kind of band you are. Um, later in the in the thread it turns out it was an all-girl punk band which i'm for all-girl punk bands i think that's pretty pretty awesome um and frankly when i saw that suddenly the name buzzkill didn't seem so bad i actually kind of like buzzkill as an all-girl punk band that's not the end of the world yeah um a little on the nose maybe maybe i don't know i don't know hard to say um ambidextrous still doesn't strike me my response was that you should go with um, Buzz Dexter and the Ambi Killers. Hmm. Buzz Dexterous. Buzz Dexterous and the Ambi Killers. Yeah, because that that was that was the problem. <laughs> the problem was it wasn't complicated style. enough. Yeah, we needed more weirdness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think th- you know. I think the point is, and it's been it's been a long time since I've had the opportunity to say it, and it just this this uh, subreddit, this post on this 
subreddit just jumped out at me to, to make the point that um, everything about us band folks wants to get the cart before the horse that way. We all want to like, let's have a band. Okay. Like, <laughs> and then we got gigs booked before we have a concept of what the heck it is. Cause you can't really even talk about booking. You can't talk to a venue. You can't talk to somebody who's going to hire you. You certainly can't talk to, you know, event bookers or brides or corporate event booker, you know, anything about that until you can say, you know, here's the elevator pitch about my band. We're a eighties tribute act, nineties tribute act. We're the, you know, we're the best darn party band in Atlanta. You, you know, until you can say that until you know that about yourself, you've got nothing to sell. Yeah. So. Well, but uh, the, there, there's a period of time where you need to go and you need to make decisions. Like yep. we are going to be this. We're not going to be that. That's right. Um, and it's okay if those things don't necessarily ring true when you, when you're starting, because a lot of this is kind of like a process. It's a trial and error. You're going to learn. Sure. You, it's for me, for me talking about this kind of feels like the YouTube thing for me, mm. because there's a part of me that is like, I can't do this cause I don't have this ready and I don't have this and I'm writing, I, I've got to do this and I don't want it to look like this right. because I'm worried that it's not going to be, prof- it's not going to look professional. It's not going to be fully realized. Right. But the problem is, is that if you don't know what you're doing, it doesn't matter how long you wait. <laughs> That's true. Never going to, you're never going to know. That's also true. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm more of the, from the entrepreneurial side, like just, you know, make some decisions. Yeah. Like you are absolutely right. A hundred percent make decisions, but don't feel like it, they're, they're set in stone or, you know, they're, they're carved in blood. You know, it is, it's important for you to kind of make certain choices in the beginning because it's going to steer you in a certain direction. And Mm -hmm. maybe you get two or three steps down the line and go, okay, well, what we want to, what this means doesn't really jive with what we were talking about back here. So maybe let's go back and revisit it. Sure. Sure. I mean, listen, companies that spend millions of dollars in branding, they get years down the road and that brand is expired or it missed the mark somehow. And they rebrand and they spend that money again. It's, it's, it's a fine thing to have to do. Um, you just don't want to, you want to have some sense of it. I think you want to be in the ballpark, you know, even loosely in the ballpark, but, but in the ballpark, you know, my company, we're in the real estate space. We make software for real estate and we, we, the, the, this whole big thing they did about what we do is we help people find, acquire and protect the homes they love. Find, acquire and protect, find, acquire and protect. First of all, nobody thought too hard about what the acronym for that is. Yeah. Yeah. I just did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of us did, but, uh, apparently not, not at corporate. They didn't. Um, and then the other thing is we are a pretty large company and we have been buying a lot of companies and the word acquire makes us sound a little creepy. Yeah. Cause it sounds like acquiring companies rather than like helping people buy houses that they love. So they've changed it to find buy protect, which has a much better, I don't know if it's a better acronym, but it's no, it's a better acronym. <laughs> it's certainly a better acronym. Um, having a, not good acronym is still sometimes better than having a bad acronym. Having an acronym that doesn't say anything is better than saying something you don't mean. Say wrong thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So the point is, you know, they did, I mean, it was a, 
a half day webinar followed by an in-person like program. It, it was like a whole, they like stopped a 6,000 person company to get find, acquire, protect into our brains. And then they gave us all t-shirts to set it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around with fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Yes. And now they've changed it to find, buy, protect, and our t-shirts are all obsolete. What are you going to do? A t-shirt's never obsolete. Well, that's, it's, as it's long still as it t-shirts. Nipples, it is not, a shirt is not obsolete. It, it does still t-shirt. And, and I think that's going to be our next line of merch. It's just the one that says, as long as it covers your nipples. As long as it covers your nipples, it's still a t-shirt. I mean, but it needs to be like cropped, like right to like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some under boob showing hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a crop top that says, as long as it covers your nipples. And even maybe if it doesn't. I don't know. We've lost track of this episode, Adam. I don't know what's happening. You might have to change the name of the episode. As long as it covers your nipples? Yeah. Or even if it doesn't? I mean, at least it doesn't say fap on on it. (laughs) As long as your shirt doesn't fap. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Yeah, this one's going great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, uh, what is the point? The point is that I saw that, I saw that question. It was, it was just so obviously a question not grounded in any kind of branding and not given by any kind of thinking about that. But I just wanted to bring it to y'all and say, um, you know, think harder before you get down the road if you can. And, and don't get paralyzed by that. You gotta, you gotta balance them. Gotta balance them out. You can't. I would I would recommend not getting too far down the road before doing some thinking, and also don't let the need to fully flesh it out paralyze you. Yes, and I think yeah, both of us like depending on your personality type, there those both meet certain challenges. Well, and know yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna fetch up on the rocks one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, um, why don't do you want to talk about any? Um, maybe not necessarily branding don'ts, but like maybe some, some things not to do as a, um, as a band when you're trying to put a brand together. Well, I mean, first of all, don't ignore your market. Okay. Right. In my market here, we need another cover, a classic rock cover band. Like, you know, there's like no room in the market for another dang classic rock cover band. Like, please don't just do classic rock. You, you, that's, that's handled. Yeah, you'd have to be like some kind of like novelty. Sure. Now, a a Zeppelin tribute, maybe. Right. A Skinner tribute, probably we have enough of those. Okay. Um, And it doesn't take very many to be enough of those. Sure. Um, I bet we have room for another Beatles tribute in town. Okay. Um, But, you know, that's on the edge of novelty. Yeah. Um, Well, I was going to, like, by novelty, I meant like, you know you like an all female or sure. And I hate that. That's a, I hate that. That's no, a yeah, no, but, but it's got a gimmick, it is, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, or yeah, you all dress like transformers, which or, is a band. That is an actual that band. Is a band. And they, um, they play the, uh, they play the cons as they say. Yep. Quite a bit. And they're good. Yeah. I don't know how the hell they play yeah. in those robot outfits, but what's they, the, um, the band that dresses like McDonald's characters. Max Sabbath. Max Sabbath. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They play Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's. It's genius. Yeah. So there's plenty of room for that sort of thing. 
And you'd probably work a lot if you were Max Sabbath. Yeah. You'd probably have to travel, but you'd, you'd work. Um, but you know, another bar band that does your, your basic top 40, the seventies, nobody, nobody needs it. Um, what about you? What branding dotes can you think of? I was trying to be a bit cheeky, oh. I guess. Like, no bleeding cowboys for your logo. <laughs> no crossed pistols. No crossed pistols. Um, no pinups. Yes, yeah, skulls are probably done. Uh, I mean, skulls maybe. Depends like, on the genre, probably. Yeah. You know, try to avoid train tracks and abandoned buildings or brick walls for your promo <laughs> pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Do have a website. Don't have a bad one. Sure. Do have a Facebook page. Don't talk politics on it. Ooh, good one. Even these days. Yeah. I, Hard though that is. Yes. Because the thing that talking about branding is that your band is a brand, but you're a brand. That's right. I'm a brand. You know, that's, that's at least what it says on my LinkedIn page. Yeah. I had a, so something happened in the real estate tech industry today. Um, a guy that I know, I've met him at a couple of uh, uh, conventions, and um, and I like him, but he's a lot. He's intense. Um, pretty much went after a competitor of his on, on mm-hmm. social media and PM'd a bunch of his employees, female mostly, employees. Just it's snarky things, just snarky yeah. things, okay. including uh, PM'd a person who's father had just died of cancer and his mother was just diagnosed with cancer. And what he said in the message was, I hope your parents are proud of you. That's, that's not a, I don't even think that falls under branding. That's like, why are you, why are uh, you being this way? Why? Yeah. Why are you be, please person? be a good human. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he got called out by that competitor who happens to have like one of the most prominent blogs in the industry. And like the whole world turned on him. I mean, it, it was the Whoops. biggest PR nightmare I've seen. And I know the guy, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I'm, watch, I'm watching, I'm watching the walls of his business crumble. Um, you know, that kind of thing can happen if you are not a good human online. And it's for some reason, really easy to not be a hu- good human online. Apparently I, I don't quite get it. Yeah. There, I, to, to be fair, there are people who would say I've not been a good human online. Sure. I'll allow that. Um, I'll say this, like anytime that I feel like I'm about to like jump into something online, I usually have like one of those gut check moments. I'm like, why like, do you, are you just in a bad mood? Yeah. Like, are you just having a crappy day? Do you need a sandwich? Nine times out of 10, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, I feel cruddy and I yeah. just want to kind of like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to put my crud on you. Some... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think there are a lot of times like a, a, uh, a cheese cracker would probably prevent me a lot, a lot of trouble online. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anyway, don't do that. Yeah. That is a major branding things. misfire. Um, pick the guy who's going to wear the hat. You're going to need to say a little more about that. Well, like you can't all be like, if somebody wears a hat, that's fine. Yeah. Somebody can wear a hat. Yeah. But like if, more than one guy is wearing a hat or like there's an odd number of people and you're not all wearing hats, you know? So it's either one person or everybody in hats or nobody or nobody. For, let's, I prefer nobody, but if there's going to be hats, 
one dude, probably the wear, front man. Yeah, I wear a hat on some days. You know, this this is a lot to manage. I get it. Some days. Get and when it. Mine's, it's, mine's uh, getting there. Yeah. For those of you listening yeah. to us on uh, audio, Adam just unleashed his locks of glory, and they were yeah, remarkable. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Beyond like a hot day. I don't want to mess with that junk. I hear you. So let's put a hat on. But so the point is a band with a, I'm trying to get the logic here. If you've got like five guys in the band and two of them are in hats, you think that's too many hats? Probably unless, unless there's like an extenuating circumstance, like Nathan, our drummer is bald. Uh-huh. If we're playing outside, if he wants to wear a hat, he should wear a hat, Yeah, you know, cause it's like, he's, it's functional. But like, if there's five guys on stage and three of them are wearing hats and two of them aren't, that's weird. Huh. Unless the band's name is too many hats. Well, then, but then everybody should be wearing hats. Actually, everyone should be wearing two. Right. Because then that would be too many. Well, no, then they should be wearing three hats because then three hats on each head is two too many per person. Two, two. That'd be two too many hats. would be the band name. Ten too many hats. Ten too many. So then everyone's wearing 11. Yes. Each person has 11 hats on. The band's name is 10 too many hats. Bingo. This is our band. When we finally play together, 10 too many <laughs> hats is going to be the name of our band. I love this. We'll wear crop tops. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it. I like so when we come full circle in an episode. I, I really yeah. do enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, there there are definitely tropes of and, and things to avoid. Um, For sure. If... If you uh if you have an Instagram account, you should look up Rigs of Dad. Rigs of Dad is awesome. And if any of your stuff shows up there, yeah. gut check. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any other smart ass things to say. Those, those were just kind of <laughs> covered the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel good about that. Yeah, I think I think this is a good kind of revisit. It is, you know, yeah. and I think um, um, we were talking some time back about replaying our first few episodes because uh, there was a lot mm-hmm. of good content in there, and we didn't. Um, first of all, to have the tech very well dialed in, <laughs> in the first dozen episodes or so, uh, and we also had like Domang, but nobody else, yeah, listening. So, um, however, I mean, the download numbers do certainly indicate that people have gone back and started at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, quite a lot. So that's that's good. That's good. Yeah, we had we had thought about potentially doing some kind of like bonus episode every week where we basically start over from episode one and then we're releasing technically two episodes a week, but the second one would be one from the beginning and kind of like do reverse order. I mean, we could do that for at least another year or two. We could do like a revisit. You know, your 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 boy down there, Alton Brown, yep. um, is doing a, sh- a whole series where he takes early episodes from twenty years ago of his show mm-hmm. and like comments on himself and like intervenes in some mistakes that he made or updates things that have changed. That yeah. might be a thing to do. I don't know. I, I, I watched uh, an episode of his live stream, this quarantine kitchen he's been doing at it's home. It's good, isn't it? And well, him and his wife were there and he had a bottle of champagne. He tried to saber it. Oh, and broke the bottle oh. and it went everywhere. Oh. Yeah. And then they spent yeah. the next 10 minutes trying to clean it up in the glass. And I was like, I guess this is. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really much to watch. Yeah. I, I've seen some that were pretty good, but that one probably not. Probably was No, it was not. I'd watch it a few like, minutes of it, but then. Yeah. Yup. Well, guys, another week has gone by. Mm-hmm. You know, there might be a light at the end of the tunnel. 
Time will tell. Some places it's coming faster than you want. Otherwise, just keep on, you know, keep on practicing. Yeah, you know, every day's a little bit like Groundhog Day around here. Um, it's all looking a little samey, but uh, we'll make it through. We will make it yep. through. And we will, you know, come out on the other side. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Different, better, who knows? <laughs> Faster, stronger. We will come out on the other side. Yeah. Well, all that being said, guys, thanks again for your continued support. We love each and every one of you. Please uh, come by our house and we will wave from a respectable <laughs> distance from you. If you're bringing um, groceries, leave them on my stoop. Yes, 100%. So I um, hope you're all doing well. If uh, you want to hit us up or you have any questions or just want to say, hey, uh, get at us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com or at the all new, it's not all new anymore, but it's, it's still fairly new, yeah. coverbandconfidential.com. And uh, we just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. Boom. So we are posting um, these videos uh, as well as um, some supplemental content uh, in between. I'm probably going to be doing some gear reviews of some of the new junk I bought. Um, though I probably need a couple more weeks to get my feet <laughs> under myself because even this week um, setup was a bit of a uh, pain in the butt. But that's just the way these things go. And we're trying and we're learning yep. and we're doing all the things. Yep. So that will do it for this week from Atlanta, Georgia in the channel Four newsroom. I am Adam Johnson from Greensboro, North Carolina, just right here in my house. Dan Ray. You've been listening to the cover band confidential podcast. Episode one zero two. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.